Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, September the 15th, 2022, and uh, welcome to the podcast. So glad you're on today. Here on Thursday, the new Friday, you know, I guess it's not new anymore. Thursday's been the, the quote, new Friday for like 25 years, so <laughs> it's, it just is what it is, but. Yeah, man, I'm kind of pumped. We had a we started up our fall small groups last night. Uh, actually, it started. Some of them started earlier in the week, uh, but last night was a big night because a lot of the groups were meeting on Wednesday, and uh, it was awesome, man. We had lots of lots of folks, uh, well over a hundred people there in the building, uh, getting connected in you know dozens of different groups. So it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. good times, good times. Good morning, Diana. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Joseph. Welcome, everybody. Those on the podcast, glad you're on today, wherever you are, whether you're uh, out on your bicycle, whether you're in your car, uh, sitting in your living room on the at the kitchen table, back outside, uh, at the beach, wherever you're at, uh, on your way to work, on your way home from work. Hey, awesome. Good on you for spending some time in the Word. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, let's do this. So today we are looking at Psalm chapter 10. So Psalm 10. And um, also a reading from C.S. Lewis. Entitled, uh, what was the day's title? Oh, uh, um, Wise as Serpents. Hmm. It reminds me of the... You know, wisest serpents, uh, gentle as doves. It's good, good wisdom. So, uh, have no idea what he's going to say, what C.S. Lewis is going to say again, because this is unscripted. I don't read it ahead of time and, you know, work on talking points. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe it would be better. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, our first, uh, but we will start in uh, the Bible, Psalm. Uh, 11, that is correct, not 10. We did 10 yesterday. Today is 11, Psalm 11. And uh, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's uh, jump in to Psalm 11. Welcome, everybody. In the Lord I take refuge. Hmm. We talked about that yesterday. Take refuge in the Lord. How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? If I take refuge in the Lord, how can you still tell me, how can you tell me to go, uh, go hide in the corner somewhere? Go flee like a bird in the mountain when my refuge is the Lord. This is David. David, remember David was, uh, King David was running for his very life. Uh, Absalom and others were taking over, the, trying to take over the kingdom. And uh, David, uh, in that moment of adversity and betrayal and 
loneliness and isolation, uh, writes many of these psalms that reflect that period of time. And so he runs to the Lord. In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to the mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows, they set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. Hmm. So he's saying he's feeling here that as a righteous person, as someone who's trying to serve God, that uh, the wicked um, are attacking, you know, from the shadows, <laughs> pop shots <laughs> from the corners. From the, uh, you know, when you're not looking. Those hurt, man. Those shots you get when you ain't looking, that hurts. You know, those criticisms that you didn't see coming? Some from some sometimes they come from outsiders or, or people that aren't necessarily friends. And sometimes they come from people that you would least expect it. And you're like, whoa, whoa. That hurt. That little, that little pop from the shadows, man, that stung. They look the wicked. They bend their bows. They set their arrows against the strings. They shoot from the shadows. You don't even know where it's coming from, like a sniper. And then what are they? What are they? Where are they shooting? Right at the heart. Shooting at the upright in heart. That's why we got to protect our hearts, man. You know, from the uh, from the attacks of the enemy, from the attacks of critical people. You got to protect your heart. You got to continually bring your heart before the Lord, right? And uh, make so Lord, if there's any wicked way in me, you know, purify me, Lord. If if there's any if there's any wicked way in me, let the, let the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. If there's any wicked way in me, cleanse me, renew me, create a right spirit in me, um, so that I can keep my heart protected from the from the uh, the fiery darts of um, those who uh, seek to destroy or discourage. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's a word for you today. You need to protect your heart, right? I mean, maybe you're, maybe you're facing a lot of criticism for whatever, and it's hard to decipher truth and error. It's hard to discern what is real and what is just people being people. <laughs> Sometimes people just being nasty, being gossipy. So, But it's always a good first step to say, God, lay your heart before the Lord. So, Lord, help you clear, help. Help me to see what part of this pile of poop is true, right? In every, uh, you know, you've heard it said many times. In, the, in every criticism, there's an, there's an element of truth. Now, sometimes you got to dig through the fertilizer to get to it. <laughs> you got you got to dig through all that fertilizer to get to it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, but it's in there. Maybe in there. Maybe a little bit, just a little a nugget, but it's in there. The rest of it, you got to throw that away. Discard that. I mean, there were, there were times in my life where I got lots of criticism. And still seasons where I get lots of criticism. But there were seasons in ministry where just, you know, motives, your, your, uh, your intentions, your... Uh, even whether your heart was good was uh, was questioned. And um, and it's one thing to just hear that from some one or two people. When you start hearing that constant 
it chatter, man, it makes you like get to your knees. Like, Lord, am I do am I blind to myself? And you have to cry out to the Lord. And man, I, those seasons I remember they were they were painful, man, confusing. It's like, no, man, I just want to see people come to know Christ. I just want to see people grow into relationship with Jesus. No, I I don't think I'm trying to build an empire. I'm just trying to build God's help to build God's church. And um, but you get you know attacks and and uh, yeah, man, you have to go to the Lord. You're like, wow, I, I need to lay this before the Lord because sometimes you don't see those arrows flying from the shadows. You're like, whoa. Because when, because when it comes down to it, uh, no one knows your intentions, really, besides you and the Lord, right? At the end of the day, uh, no one really will know your intention, your true intentions, besides you and the Lord. And so you got to take refuge in the Lord and like, Lord, weigh my motives, weigh my intentions. What, 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 are there any blinders that I have on? Yeah. Verse three, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Yeah, when your life is getting destroyed, when, when everything that you stood on is getting destroyed, when everything you were certain about was getting destroyed. Man, there were times when I would, I would, I would be criticized and man, I'd be called everything but a child of God. <laughs> I'd be called anything but a child of God. And, uh, you know, when those moments, when you're being attacked and you're being like criticized and demeaned, it, it and, and and as uh, the Psalter is saying here, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? What can you do? Sometimes you just got to ride out the storm. Come on. Sometimes if you're in the middle of just craziness, and sometimes things take on a life of their own criticisms and, and and negativity just takes on a life of its own and you're right in the middle of it and you're like whoa like something you just gotta what you gotta take refuge in the lord you gotta just hunker down baby you just gotta get with the lord and just ride it out just just like when you're in a storm like a hurricane or a bad thunderstorm you just you know what it's coming it's here just ride that sucker out take refuge in the lord so when the when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Man, you can cling to the Lord like your ever-loving life depended on it. Yeah, just cling to him. Because you know what? He's an anchor. He's a refuge. He's a strong tower. The righteous run to it. They're safe. So you bring your heart, you bring your, uh, your mind, and you cling to the Lord. That's what the righteous do. That's what the righteous do. Verse 4. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on the earth. He his eyes examine them. So, man, this is beautiful. Like when there's chaos going on and you're feeling a lot of criticism, a lot of being attacked, just like so much negativity, and like you you don't know how, you know, maybe you're the you're the recipient of some some criticism. Um, you go to the Lord and you just Find refuge in him, and you just cling to him. And know, as the, as, as, uh, the psalm writer reminds us, he sees everything. 
okay? He sees everything. He sees the hearts and, and minds of everyone. He sees the motivations of everyone's heart. He kind of just, he can observe everything that's going on. So you got to, you got to leave it in the Lord saying, you know what, God, you're going to work this out. You're going to, when this all, when all this dust settles, Lord, you're going to let it be known what's true and what's not. You're going to, you're going to, you know, you're going to protect uh, your ways and your people. And I'm your child and you're going to protect me. Yeah. Maybe you need to cling to that today. You got to just know that God's got you, man. You just got to know it. You may not feel it. Everything around it, around you may say, man, I am, I am swimming upstream, man. I don't know if I can make it. You can make it. Yeah, you can make it. God is with you. He is for you. He is beside you. Don't even entertain any doubt that you can't make it. You can make it. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And sometimes you just got to grit it, bro. You just got to grit it out. It ain't fun. Nobody said it was. But you got to just cling to him and know that he is with you and he ain't going nowhere. Know what really matters. Know what ultimately counts in life. Your integrity, your relationship with Jesus, your care for other people. That's what matters. All that other nonsense, God going to wring that out mm, like, a, like a towel. You know, wash your car. You go wash your car. You go to the beach or something. You get that towel. You just wring that out. You know what? All that stuff would get ringed out. That's all that trash, all that junk, all that stuff that ain't true. And what's left is a wrinkly towel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a wrinkly towel. What's left is a wrinkly towel. But it's a lot drier than it was before. But yeah. That's what God does, though. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Know that the Lord is his, the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. Mm, you do not want to be on the side of that. You do not want to be on the side of those who love violence. Because it says he hates that with a passion. On the wicked, he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. He's going to take care of it. He's going to take care of it. You don't have to fight your battles. This is how I fight my battles. Yeah. How do we fight our battles? On our knees, man. In prayer. In refuge. In refuge in the Lord. That's how we fight our battles. We don't have to. He'll take care of it. Verse 7, for the Lord is righteous. Yes, he loves justice. The upright will see his face. Mm. Mm-hmm. And aren't you glad that God is on the side of righteousness? And so we, our job then is to make sure that we're always on God's side. We're on the side of righteousness. God, if there, there are any times in our lives that we are not and on the side of righteousness, make it, make it clear to us and, may, and help us to move to the right side, right? Whether it's on a side of an issue, a side of a belief, a side of a philosophy, a side of a, uh, uh, a policy, whatever it is. God, if we're not on the side of righteousness, move our hearts to the right side because, we, God, we know that you are on the side of righteousness. That's where we want to be. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, you guys. Uh, let's let's uh, jump on over to C.S. Lewis. Welcome. So glad you guys are on today. Hope this uh, podcast is an encouragement to you. Man, you guys encourage me. So, all right, let's do this. Uh, this is C.S. Lewis, Wise as Serpents. This is from uh, the uh, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. This is one of the uh, books in the uh, sequence uh, of books in the Chronicles of Narnia. The, uh, of course, you, the most famous is the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, but this one, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. But the, the theme is wise as serpents. How many of you know we gotta be wise as serpents, man? You gotta be sh- you gotta be sharp. You gotta be you gotta be able to see. We talked about this, but we talked about forgiveness. And you gotta be gullible. You gotta be you gotta be smart, gentle as doves, right? Be gentle. You know, be mean and, and and crash with people. Crass, crass with people. But you gotta be wise. Wise like a serpent. See what C.S. Lewis has to say. Prudence, that is cautiousness, means practical common sense. That's true. Prudence is a good thing. That's that's practical common sense. Prudence means practical common sense, taking the trouble to think out what you are doing and what is likely to come of it. All right. So prudence, cautiousness is wise. It's just that's just common sense to to uh analyze these actions that I'm taking are going to lead to this result. If I'm rude to someone, I'm going to create a negative response. If I, if I, um, if I escalate this situation by the things I say, it's going to make it worse. Um, so in, in, in any, in any number of situations, if I, uh, if I make this purchase, I'm going to be paying for that sucker for the next five years. Do I really want to do that? Yeah. So you got all that. Um, so prudence. Prudence means practical common sense. Taking the trouble to think about what, what you're doing and the likely, likely outcome of it. All right. Nowadays, most people hardly think of prudence as one of the virtues. In fact, because Christ said we could only get into his, into his world by being like children into the kingdom of God, right? Jesus said you to become like in the, uh, you won't even enter the kingdom of God unless you become like one of these, like a little child. It says, so in fact, because Christ said we could only get into his world by being like little children, many Christians have the idea that provided you are good, it doesn't matter being a fool. Ah. <laughs> uh, as Lewis saying, people, some people, they, they want to be like little children. They want to be so, like little children so much they want to be dumb. They just want to be foolish. No, you can be good, but you ain't got to be foolish. But that is a misunderstanding to think that, um, you, you know, you, you can be a Christian that's just good and not wise. But that's a misunderstanding. In the first place, most children show plenty of prudence. Ain't that the truth? About doing the things that are usually they are usually interested in, and think of them quite sensibly. Yeah, you think about children generally are real cautious, right? They think about things. You ever seen a little kid? A little kid, like they so parents so eager to have them go see Santa Claus. Oh, let's go see Santa Claus. Let's go see Santa. Oh, it's gonna be so cute. That little picture with Santa Claus is gonna be so cute. And they see Santa like ah. 
they run the other way. They're like, big, they've got this big hairy man in a funny suit. He gonna try to have me sit on his lap. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I'm call. I'm I'm gonna be a little more prudence than that. I don't care what all the mother cheering doing. I ain't ready for that. Yeah, kids have some cautiousness. Kid going to a new new place, new people. They're very cautious. Have some prudence. In the second place, as St. Paul points out, so the first thing he says, like, you talk about you being, you know, like little children uh, entering the kingdom of God. That's true. But think about even that example of little children. They have a certain amount of prudence, too. So we should. In the second place, as St. Paul points out, Christ never meant that we were to remain children in intelligence. On the contrary. So even though when Jesus says become like little children, he is not saying uh, don't grow intellectually, you know, stay, stay at a second grade level. No, or a first grade level or the, whatever the level of a child. No, we should continue to develop intellectually. He told us to be not only as harmless as doves, but also as wise as serpents. He wants a child's heart, but a grown up's head. Ooh, there you go. Quote that, tweet that. You got to share that. That's a good one. Mm, 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 mm. Jesus wants everybody. Let's just let's just get this in our in our spirit. This is the truth. Jesus wants a child's heart, but he wants a grown-up's head. Oh Lord, yes. He wants us to be simple, single-minded, affectionate, and teachable as good children are. But he also wants every bit of intelligent intelligence we have to be alert at its job. And in first class fighting trim. Wants us to have a sharp mind, a tender heart, but a sharp mind. I love that, man. Because God does. He created our, our intellect and our ability to reason and think. Um, so yeah, he wants a tender heart. He wants a childlike heart, but he wants a sharp mind. Critically that can think critically and be wise and not be gullible and to think about the the consequences of actions. I love that. The fact that you are giving money to a charity does not mean that you need to try to find out whether that charity is a fraud or not. The fact that what you are thinking about is God himself. For example, when you are praying, does not mean that you can be content with the same babyish ideas which you had when you were a five-year-old. C.S. Lewis. He's like, man, you need to grow up in your prayers. That's what Paul, that's what uh, C.S. Lewis is saying. He's like, how long are you just going to babble along like a little child praying the same little silly prayers? When are they, they going to become more mature? Considering others, considering consequences, considering the complexity of life. For example, in, when, when the church, your, your prayer is going to move beyond bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, give me, give me, give me. I want, I want, I want, I want. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you have to move on beyond that. It is, of course, quite true that God will not love you any less or have any less use of you if you happen to have been born with a very second-rate brain. That's good to know. I'm just going to tell you, I'm glad to hear that, C.S. Lewis, that God's not going to love me any less for my second-rate brain. I mean, how many, how many of y'all glad about that? How many of y'all? Let me y'all glad about that. Ooh, thank you, Lord, that he's not going to love us any less for our second-rate brain. 
because I'm, I guarantee you, next to C.S. Lewis, ooh, my brain's like, you know, fifth rate. But yeah, but we get what he's saying. He's like, it's it's not like if you just continue to offer babyish prayers, God's going to love you less. No, I mean, God's going to love you regardless. But just for the sake of maturity and spiritual development and growth, we've got to move beyond just the same childish ways of praying and being. We should have a childlike heart, sensitive, teachable, as he says, tender, eager to learn. But our minds should become sharper. Yeah, wiser. And knowing that God's going to love us the same all the way through. He has room for people with very little sense, but he wants everyone to use what sense they have. Mm. Whatever sense you have, we've got to use it. Um, you know, when God, uh, when God calls us, he wants all of us, brain and everything. Not just our hearts, but also our brain. Wise as serpents. Love that. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great line there. Um, where he says, he wants a child's heart, but a grown-up's head. Hmm. It's a good challenge. It's a good challenge for us to have our minds filled with the knowledge of God. To have a heart that is sensitive, a heart that's full of faith, a heart that's full of trust and obedience to the Lord, uh, a heart that's honest and uh, um, and pure, like a child's heart, and a mind that is um, sharp. Yeah, that thinks through things. That is uh, that is not just gullible. That doesn't just go with um, what the world is saying, but really is saturated with the Word of God. I love that. All right, you guys, thanks for so much for being on today. You know we do. We pray after we read, so let's do it. Thanks so much for being on today. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for being our refuge in every circumstance of life. Thank you for being near us in those moments where it feels like arrows are coming our way from the shadows. We don't even see them coming. We feel attacked. Uh, Lord, what do we do? We run to you. We run to you. We stay close to you. We ride out the storm in your presence. We don't run from you. We run to you. Uh, God, you are so good. Lord, I pray that you would uh, help us to develop our minds, that our minds would become sharp as we spend time in your word. Part of what we're doing each morning is, is sharpening our minds with the word of God. And so, God, we pray that, that would, uh, it would do its good work, making us wise, making us discerning, uh, creating in us a godly prudence. And Lord, uh, likewise, we pray that our hearts would always stay tender, that they would stay pure, that they would stay teachable, uh, that they would stay obedient and trusting. Uh, God, we want to we want to have a child's heart and a grown-up's mind for your glory and your honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on today. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Um, we'll be back at it on Monday as we continue reading through the Psalter and uh, C.S. Lewis. Uh, you guys are awesome. You can always give me feedback about the podcast at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. That's the email address for the podcast. Love to hear from you. Also, would love for you to take time to drop a comment, subscribe, share it, all of those things. I really do appreciate that. Thank you for doing that. Um, yeah, and thanks for those of you that are on the live feed for you know saying hey and saying uh, 
good morning and saying goodbye and saying hello, all those things, that interaction, love it. Not only for me, but for all the everybody else who's online, that means a lot. Those of you on the podcast, have a great day. God bless you. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to be with us today. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.